0: Let's foray into Nevada's wild spaces. This is a half an hour adventure with the Nevada Department of Wildlife. This is Nevada Wild.
1: on mountain.
2: Welcome to Nevada Wild, brought to you by the Nevada Department of Wildlife, manning the equipment today. Aaron Keller. I'm Ashley Sanchez, and over the phone, we have Joe Doucette. Welcome, Joe. Well,
0: thanks for having me on today.
2: Of course. We always love to have you on to talk about events in eastern Nevada, and one that we get a lot of messages about every year, it seems like a lot of people look forward to it, um, is the Angel Lake Kids Fishing Derby. So that's what we're talking about today.
0: You know, this is our 29th annual.
2: Wow. We've we've been
0: doing it, I think, since about 90... one, so this is our 29th annual. Um, it's going to be Saturday, July 20th, and of course, as the name states, it's held up at Angel Lake, um, which, for those who don't know, is in Elko County. It's just outside of Wells, Nevada. It's 12 miles up the mountain from Wells, and is actually one of the highest elevation lakes you can get to by a blacktop road in the United States.
2: That's so It's crazy. really pretty
0: up there. It's an old. Uh, originally, it was a glacial carved cirque, had a natural, small natural lake in it. And then back in the 1920s, they added a, a small dam to increase the uh, holding capacity of it. And it's used by a ranch or two down in the valley below it uh, at, for irrigation purposes.
2: Nice. And how is it out there right now? With, it is like, gorgeous. I was
0: up there. In fact, I camped up at Angel Lake uh, uh, over the, the, the last weekend of June. And it was uh, daytime high about 72, 73. Overnight lows were in the low 50s. Um, beautiful little lake, um, about 15 acres. Uh, not going to be a lot of shoreline this year. The lakes, like all of our lakes with all the snowpack, are very, very full. Um, so most people will probably be sitting on the dam or by the dam. There's plenty of room over there. And, uh, but it was absolutely gorgeous. It's stocked with, uh, or it has three different types of uh, trout in it. It has uh, rainbow trout, which we stock regularly. It has tiger trout, which we also stock. And then there's a naturally uh, reproducing population of brook trout. And so lots of fish for the kids to catch. In fact, our local fish hatchery out here, Gallagher Fish Hatchery, will be stocking the lake the week before. To uh, put a few extra fish in for the kids.
2: Nice, make it a little bit easier.
0: Absolutely.
2: And with the, the lakes being full, that actually makes for great fishing. Yeah, it does
0: make for good fishing. Um, you know, the 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 nice thing about the lake when it is full, uh, we have very little winter kill up there with with all the snowpack and all the uh, the, the the ice that goes up there at this high elevation. Um, occasionally, you, you you have some oxygen uh, depletion during the winter, but because the lake was fairly full going into the winter, um, it did it did pretty. We didn't have any winter fish kill there that I'm aware of. Um, fish are hungry this time of year. I, believe it or not, the ice didn't come off till almost uh, about June 20th or 21st. Wow, that's, that's why I was wondering so how was. That, it man? was uh, the fish are hungry, and hopefully they will be cooperating on the 20th.
2: Let's hope so. So it's at Angel Lake, we talked about that, July 20th. And tell us about the fishing derby. What exactly is it?
0: So it's broken up into basically three parts. Uh, one part is obviously the fishing derby part. Um, We will have prizes for the longest fish, the shortest fish, and the heaviest fish all legally caught with a hook and line. And that will be in five different age groups. And, of course, the ages for the Derby are ages 4 to 15. And then the next part is we have an educational part. We have booths set up around the parking lot. We close the parking lot off. And so we have booths set up around the parking lot. And we'll have everything from, say, like fly tying. We will have a – we actually have a, uh, a streams trailer up there where the kids get to uh, build their own stream. You know, it's all kind of hands-on. Build their own stream, pour water through it, and see how the watershed works. Very cool. Um I'm not sure if we're going to have a fire truck up there or not. It all depends on whether there's any big fires going but uh, if there's no big fires going, then we generally have either a BLM or a four-service truck, and the kids learn about fire safety. Um, in fact, maybe even get to try on one of those big, heavy uh, fire suits. They wear the Nomex suits, uh, get to you know spray the hose, lots of fun there. Ruby Mountain Fly Fishers come up, and they show kids uh, different types of flies that, that work up there and show them how to tie a few flies. Uh, and then Endow uh, has a game warden come up. We do boating safety, and so uh, he talks about uh, things like wearing your PFD, uh, things like that, and of course, this is geared towards mostly towards children, but we have parents walking around with the children, so we can also talk to them. We will have Gallagher Fish Hatchery up there, and they bring a fish stocking truck with a few fish in it, and the kids get to, to learn about what the hatchery does and how they raise their fish. Uh, we have the different uh, stages of the fish from the egg to the alevin to the button-up fry all the way up through. Um, And then they also bring a bunch of aquatic insects that they collect down at the marsh where the hatchery is located uh, so the kids could see mostly what the natural food for the fish look like. And then the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service puts on a casting booth, and we have casting targets out there, the youngsters get to, you know, if they don't know how to cast, they get to learn how to cast. We use closed-faced reels to make it a little bit easier. Um, and if they do know how to cast, then they can cast in a target to try and win some prizes. And then there's t sh- while they're waiting for the casting booth, because we only have a few lanes there, they have a T-shirt decorating uh, table, and while they're waiting to, for their turn to casting, uh, they can decorate a t-shirt with uh, wildlife stamps and stencils and stuff like that. So oh. so what we do is uh, out of about three hours, uh, three and a half hours of fishing, each each age group, we, we split it up, um, and so you'll have one session of about an hour where you go through the booths, and then you'll have two to two and a half hours of fishing. And We we've split them up by ages, so they all rotate through the booths and and so it it's, it works out really well. They have a lot of fun. Our crew clerk is up there measuring weighing fish this year. It's Gavin Byington, local local young man who uh, is in college now, and we hired him for the summer. And so he'll be up there. Oh, we also have fish cleaning and ID, so they learn how to how to tell what kind of trout they caught and other other species of game fish we have in Nevada. And then uh, somebody shows them how to uh, to clean a fish to prepare it for dinner.
2: Nice. So they're learning a lot. And we always get messages with these types of events. We got it for free fishing day as well. Um, people asking if their kids have never fished, if they don't really fish. Are there going to be people out there? It sounds like there's a lot of opportunity for them to learn. They don't need to come to this already knowing how to fish and cast.
0: Uh, for the most part, we, because we have so much staff and volunteers working the uh, the different booths and stuff, there's not really many people available to go around. We do have some loaner fishing poles we'll be bringing up. So if somebody wants to borrow some, they can. And then, of course, with all the people who are out there fishing, honestly, uh, because I work and I can't really be fishing with my granddaughters. And a couple years ago, my wife took the granddaughters out. And uh, even though I I do a lot of fishing, my wife does not. And she went and looked. I told her, look for a guy that's old like me with a couple of kids. And go sit next to him and then just muddle your way through it. I promise you he will help. (laughs) You'll make him Uh, feel guilty. uh, An older gentleman looked Mm -hmm. like he had a couple grandchildren of his own. And he ended up helping, and my granddaughters caught fish. And and so I think if you went and just even asked somebody, hey, what do I do? You know, how does this work? Um, I'm sure there's plenty of people up there. They're all really friendly. It's a great atmosphere. And so I wouldn't worry about not knowing how to fish to keep you from coming up.
2: Awesome. And you may walk away with some new friends.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, we always do. (laughs) We always do.
1: So anybody that's listening, Joe, what are some techniques that catch fish up at Angel Lake?
0: You know, it's really quite simple. Honestly, worms work better than power bait, though you can catch them with power bait. And flies work better than than worms. Um, So even if you're not a fly fisherman, um, may, maybe you can talk to one of those fly guys and they give you a fly or two when you're at that fly tying booth and take a, just a regular bobber and put about three feet of line behind the bobber and throw your fly out. And uh, we've actually had kids catch fish that way that from the flies they've gotten the guys at the, at the fly tying booth. Uh, but, but the easiest way is to take a, you know, one of those red and white bobbers and put a, 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 a small piece of worm um, don't put a big one. These fish, on average, are going to be about 9 or 10 inches. They're not going to take a whole night crawler. They'll take maybe a half an inch to three-quarter of an inch of a night crawler. Um, put that on the hook. Try to slide it on the hook so it, it covers it. And put it out there and sit and watch your bobber. And because the water's so deep, and you're, especially if you're sitting on the dam, you can dangle your feet right in the water. And what's really fun to watch is there will be fish swimming right below the kids and they're trying to get their bait next to it. Right. <laughs> and, and the fish will come up and look at it, and they all get excited, and the fish will turn away. And of course, then every once in a while, a fish takes it. Um, or you can do small spinners. Uh, probably what works best up there it would be like a, uh, a little, what Metz makes, a little Black Fury. It's uh, basically a black spinner with a, with a red and black uh, kind of feather on the end of it
2: yeah. and
0: uh, some yellow or red dots on it. Dark colors seem to work better. Um, and, of course, if you really want to get fancy, uh, you can also get a, uh, catch some live grasshoppers. Go with Ooh. a live wire hook. And let me tell you, that is deadly. If you can, if you can get a light wire hook, uh, put, a, put a kicking grasshopper or cricket on there mm-hmm. and put that out with your bobber. Um, that is very deadly there. I've seen kids catch lots of fish doing that.
2: Nice. So go catch some grasshoppers. And then go catch some fish. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Oh,
0: the grasshopper's loose in your mom's yeah. car. Find somewhere. <laughs> and yeah. and, and, then... and the other thing, to, um, if you are using power bait, uh, the rainbow seems to work best up there. Um, and Or the uh, sherbet, the, the orange and kind of lime green stuff. And a little trick that a lot of people may not know about power bait is that after you put it on your hook, before you cast, dip that power bait into the water and count to ten and by adding the water to it it gels it so that then when you cast it doesn't come off your hook. Right.
2: Good information.
1: Yep. Yeah the other thing we posted on our Facebook not that long ago is what's potskies come out with these new garlic eggs.
0: Oh I saw that. Yeah, that was really cool. I
1: bet you those would work really good up there.
0: Absolutely. You know and garlic flavored um, those garlic flavored baits do work well up there. Another thing if you've got one that the type that floats Put a, uh, a, a, a egg sinker on there where the line goes through the middle of the sinker. Yeah. Put a put a swivel on it, then tie about three feet of uh, of leader on your hook and put your floating bait, whatever it is. And then what happens is you throw it out. The the sinker re- rests on the bottom. The line goes through it very easily, and the bait rises up from the bottom, and that can be really deadly too. Yeah. Nice. Yep.
1: And in those little fish, you don't want all that resistance, right? They're so small. No, you don't, but...
0: not at all. And that way there is no resistance uh-huh, at all. To them. Uh-huh. It's better than putting some split shot on and trying to do it from the bottom with with just split shot because that will snag on, on weeds and rocks and stuff down below, whereas if you have that, that egg sinker, that line goes through freely, yep. they'll take it and play with it a lot longer than if, if they're meeting some resistance. Now you're
1: giving away all the trade secrets. That split sinker, <laughs> or not the split, the slip sinker, That's deadly on almost any water in Nevada, but urban ponds, angel lake. I I feel like I'm walking
2: away like a professional angler here. That's a good
0: setup. (laughs) Well, you need to come out and come fishing with me, Ashley. I do.
2: You've been telling me this in this summer. Let's make it happen.
0: Uh-huh. Actually, and I'm, I'm hoping to be able to post uh, pictures live on our Facebook. Yay! Uh, we, we that's do what you have love to hear. a little, just like one bar of service at the end of the parking lot, um, which allows me to post pictures, but it doesn't allow me to do a Facebook live. Um, but we'll be posting pictures throughout the day of kids catching their fish.
2: Awesome. Well, we are out of time for the first half of the show, but we're going to be right back after this quick break. You're listening to Nevada Wild. If you
0: getting and back on long long to
2: If you enjoy listening to our podcast, leave us a review on iTunes and SoundCloud. For more information on hunting, fishing, boating, and all things wildlife, go to endow.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Nevada Wild. Before the break, Joe Doucette was talking about all kinds of great tips and techniques to use while fishing out at Angel Lake because we have the Kids Fishing Derby coming up on July 20th. And, Joe, we were saying how people could travel from all over. A lot of people in southern Nevada, maybe they want to escape that heat. Um, This is a lake that people travel to. So is there campgrounds, or how does that work?
0: So there are two campgrounds, actually. One campground is right at the lake level, um, and that's called the Angel Lake Campground. You go to the uh, the U.S. Forest Service. Some sites are available for reservation. I think about a third to half the site, somewhere in there are available to reserve ahead of time online. Then the other half to two-thirds of the sites are walk in So so sometimes people even show up on Thursday to make sure they get one. Nice. Um, and so so you have that one up there. And then down the mountain, about five miles down, is what's called Angel Creek Campground. Um, the nice thing about that, while it's cooler up at Angel Lake, Angel Creek has much taller trees. Uh, what happens up at Angel Lake Campground is the snow load is so heavy that the, the aspens are only about six to nine feet tall because the snow breaks them off and keeps them stunted. Whereas down at Angel Creek Campground, about five miles down the mountain, if the upper one is full, um, you've got lots of, uh, lots of big trees. Both campgrounds are absolutely beautiful. Uh, the advantage to the one up high is that you can walk from your campsite to the lake. And, and you talk about people coming from, from uh, out of town, We we've had families from as far away as South Carolina come to uh, on purpose to this. Whoa! Uh, We last year we had people from Oregon, (laughs) Idaho, Nevada, and Utah.
2: Well, good job getting the word out there, (laughs) Joe.
0: (laughs) Well, most of (laughs) of towners are accidental, but one family from South Carolina happened to be there one year about ten years ago, and their kids were younger, and they plan their family vacation every year. Around that for about four or five years, It was kind That's of That's
2: <laughs> awesome yeah. to hear. So
0: yeah, but you can do that. Um, again, it's Saturday, July twentieth. The one thing is, if you do reserve a campground at either of those, you have to camp. You have to pay for two nights on a weekend. They don't let you do just one night. So it's Friday, Saturday. If you do one of the walk-ins, you can do just one night. Um, registration will start at seven thirty in the morning, and fishing. We have a uh, orientation at eight fifteen. Fishing and booth and the uh, education booth start at eight thirty. And then about 11.30, 12 o'clock, we cut the fishing off. Uh, the kids, uh, we have a free chili dog lunch for everybody, um, including families. <laughs> uh, so I think last year we served about 250 people, chili dogs.
2: Yeah.
0: And then uh, about about 12.30, we start doing a random dro- – we, first we award the prizes um, for the longest – Shortest and heaviest fish in each of the five age categories, and then we do a random drawing for all the others. And we I, we've never had a year where we didn't have enough prizes, where somebody got at least where, where where somebody got at least something, no matter how many kids we had. And we've had as many as 170, 180 kids
1: up there. Wow, that's a lot.
0: So it's a lot of fun, um, and, you know, and and especially uh, for the people down in Vegas listening to this, if you want to come on up, um, you guys will be one hundred and ten down there. Uh, down the valley floor, a lot of times it'll be in the low to mid-90s, some some years high 90s. And up at lake level, it's going to be anywhere from 75 to 85, so it's much cooler. Pretty nice. And the nights are down right around 50, 55, which is beautiful sleeping weather up there. And so if you want to beat the heat, man, come on up. That's the
2: place to be.
0: Absolutely. I, I would like to mention our main sponsors for this. Yes, go ahead and um, talk about it. It takes a lot that. of people to put this on, and so we have... Uh, uh, Wells Rural Electric Company is a huge sponsor. They've been sponsoring this since its inception. The city of Wells, Nevada. Of course, U.S. Forest Service is uh, is the host. It's their event, and it's the Mountain City, Ruby Mountain, Jarbage Ranger, Ranger District. Um, Wells Family Resource Center, they uh, provide a lot of the help. They go out, solicit prizes, do a lot of the work for us. We really appreciate their help. U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service uh, out of Ruby Marsh. Ruby Lake National Wildlife Refuge, they come up and man the casting booth and give out prizes. Um, Scenic Canyons, which is the company that that takes care of the East Humboldt, Ruby Mountain campgrounds, um, they do a really good job of of emptying garbage, helping us out, setting up, that kind of stuff. Um, And then, of course, the the Nevada Department of Wildlife, uh, we're we're a big part of it as well. Um, This will be my... I can't remember whether it's my nineteenth or twentieth. I think it's my twentieth.
2: So you've almost been there its entire run.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh no, they, they, they did it for like nine years before me.
2: Oh okay. So, <laughs> I <guess they're> <laughs> but I've been there the
0: last last uh, twenty, <laughs> twenty uh, Or <laughs> counting, this oh, one will be this, the last twenty. Yeah. And uh, I do the emceeing every year. It's a lot of fun. Uh, also, I want to real quickly mention some of our donors. Um, these are not sponsors, but they do donor donate food and prizes. Corey's of uh, Spring Creek. Roy's Grocers of both Elko and Wells, Bella's Restaurant Espresso, Great Basin Beverage, Gold Dust West, Albertsons, Burger King, Red Lion, um, City of Wells, Ruby Mountain Spring Water, Wells Propane, Newmont, uh, Luther's Bar and Grill, and Angel Lake RV Park. And that's another thing, if if the campgrounds are full, there are a couple of RV parks down in Wells you can stay at as well.
2: Nice. So a lot of options
0: for people. Lots of options.
1: Yeah, and these type of events are so, extent you know they're so big that it does take a whole group effort to pull something like this <laughs> it off. It
0: really does. We probably have thirty people up there that day, um, and I know I've been working on this for a couple of months now. Though the last two weeks is when we really gear up the the most for it. Um, you know, I I, I got to say that the the uh, our Endow employees. I mean, we have a lot of Endow employees up there working this, um, and it's really cool to have them up. In fact, some of our stream survey uh, uh, college kids that are working out here for the summer are volunteering up there this year. They're doing it on their own time. So it's really cool to see that kind of, that kind of, uh, of cooperation and, and eagerness to, to help the community out. You know, Wells itself is a very small community, and so the whole community jumps in and, and, and makes this happen.
2: Why do you think people, what is it about this event? Well, it sounds awesome, but what is it that makes people want to travel from South Carolina to come <laughs> to it? That makes the whole community want to jump in and help?
0: Well, for one thing, it's absolutely beautiful up there. I mean, it is, uh, when I was up there the last week into June, the wildflowers were just starting to pop out. It's extremely green and lush. You have these huge, craggy rocks just towering over you. Um, in fact uh, right now there's still snow on the north side of the lake right down to the water's edge uh with you know, dripping down into it. Um the, the fishing is actually very good. It's one of the it's one of my top it's one of my top two places to take youngsters fishing so that they can have success in all of eastern Nevada. Um basically it's that or cave lake are the two places that if you really want to get your kids ha- have a good chance to catch fish or be a beginner um, it's a great place, and it just is absolutely beautiful. Um, the whole town comes together. The atmosphere is just like going to a fair or a, uh, you know, a carnival. It's very a lot of excitement. The kids have fun. The whole community chips in, and there's a, like I said, there's enough prizes that every single kid, and like I said, one year we had 170, 180 kids, everybody walked away with a prize. So it's, it's really cool, and it's just a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, that's it awesome. It
0: sounds like a lot
1: of also fun. Also, the ease of access, I think. Yeah is another thing, you know. Now,
0: one thing to mention to people, parking is limited. So what you end up doing is parking down along the road, going around the mountain. Um, so it can be a bit of a hike coming up. Uh, if you are, have a handicapped license plate, you can park up at the top. They'll let you through. Um, or if you have a, somebody who has, a, even without a plate, if you have somebody who has problems um, walking or realize at an elevation like that, the air is a lot thinner. There's not as much oxygen. You can drop those people off and then go back down. But I would recommend, you know, bringing like a little kid's wagon to haul your gear, um, bring some, some, you know, some chairs, camp chairs to ch- sit in, some stuff to drink. Um, and of course, lots of sunblock because you're at high elevation. The sun is very intense up there. And uh, we will have water and soda available for people to drink throughout the morning so that they stay hydrated. But you will do plan on realizing that it could be a you know a good 15-minute walk 20-minute walk from your car to the lake
1: yeah and at that elevation i mean what i wrote down its highest alpine lake with a blacktop road to it is that what you said is that the I mean, fact
0: yeah i mean like i said it is one of the highest alpine lakes it's the only alpine lake in the rubies and these tumbles that you can get to by any road much less a blacktop road and so it's uh it's 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 very unique that way as well. Very few people can get to a lake like this without walking in, and this is one of those lakes where you can drive right up to it. Yeah, that's nice. Awesome.
2: And you get a little hike in. Say so you do yeah, a
0: little exercise, farther away. You know, yeah,
2: get your exercise. the kids
0: out a little bit before they get to the lake. so you Seriously,
2: can <laughs> so true.
1: Bring a wagon with all your snacks and stuff.
2: Just It's a good I'm point to make so that they do come prepared. So. Yeah,
0: and, and like I said, the main thing is some block, some chairs, uh, fishing poles and bait. And like I said, uh, um, your, your pot ski eggs are, would be awesome. The uh, power bait or cheese type baits. Um, worms, those are your best bets if you're bait fishing, but honestly, if you can catch some grasshoppers or buy some crickets and bring them, that's killer too. Um, Small little spinners, and then, of course, small flies.
2: Nice. And before we run out of time, what about, since we have you on the phone, can you talk about how some of the other eastern Nevada waters are? Absolutely.
0: We've got several uh, very popular lakes right outside of Elko, Nevada. We have South Fork Reservoir, it's about 20 miles from town. It's probably the most visited lake in, um, in Elko County. It is the most visited lake in Elko County. Uh, very popular for water skiers, jet skis, and, and, fly, and fishermen. Most people that are fishing are probably fishing first thing in the morning um, before the water heats up and then the jet skis and the skiers get going. Um, north, about 65 miles north of Elko, we have uh, Wild Horse Reservoir, which has been on fire for fishing, both numbers and quality. I mean, fish up to 25, 26 inches are being caught up there. Uh, it's been just killer. Um, all of our lakes are are very full right now because of the great snowpack. Uh, down further, a little bit closer towards the a uh, uh, little bit closer towards the Vegas direction and eastern Nevada down the, the southern part of our region, we have Cave Lake, which is a beautiful state park beautiful lake. Again, it's one of those lakes that's perfect for taking kids to catch fish. On our Septo Valley Wildlife Management Area, we have Cummins Lake, which is producing some very nice uh, trout uh, right now. And then uh, between Ely and Eureka, we have Elapa, uh, um, And Elapa mm-hmm. is really cool. It's a high desert reservoir. It does not get a lot of traffic. And you can camp right there. It's got some BLM campgrounds. And so you can go there and They've got brown trout as well as rainbows. It's great fall fishing. And all of these lakes also, if you're hunting in the fall, it's a great place to camp and use as a base when you're going out hunting some of these different areas.
2: Nice. And you could always head to org. check out our fishing reports, and they have we have one for every part of Nevada. So. Yeah, We
0: do, absolutely. You can look at the different regions and the stocking reports. Sometimes it takes a little while to get some of that information up there as it filters through our system. Um, but you can always, you know, call me at our office here in, in Elko uh 775-777-2300 ask for Joe I'm more than happy to talk to a fisherman I love to fish I've been doing it since I was little uh which we won't mention how many years ago <laughs> <laughs> 29 <laughs> years yeah 29. <laughs> we already talked I think about I've been that. fishing for about 55 years <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah but go on to uh, go on to
1: our website plan your road trip and
2: Make this Check happen. Check out eastern Nevada. So yep. one more time, Joe, go over the de- the details, like date, time.
0: Yep, so July 20th, it's a Saturday, Angel Lake, just about 12 miles outside of Wells. Registration starts at 7.30. You do have to fill out a release form up there for it for every child. Um, orientation at 8.15, fishing at 8.30, uh, noon is lunch, Twelve thirty is is uh, giving out prizes and random drawing for kids who didn't win prizes.
2: Awesome, and this is all free.
0: All free. The only thing you got to have, if you're twelve or older, between that twelve and fifteen age group, you got to have a fishing license. But other than that, it's all free. There's there's no charge at all up there. Yep. Nice. Well, t- unless you're camping, and of course the Forest Service start charges for for each campsite. Right.
2: Well, thank you so much, Joe. That was a great podcast. You're making me want to get over to Eastern Nevada.
0: Hey, come on. I'll take you fly fishing.
2: Sounds good. We're going to make it happen. But thank you, everyone, for listening.